Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome. This is Dietitian Kate, and you are listening to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast, where we simplify the confusing and complex world of nutrition to help you reach your greatest potential. At Nutrition Awareness, our registered dietitians believe in fueling your body, not restricting it, so you can accomplish your goals, optimize your results, and live your healthiest life without dieting. Whether you're starting a weight loss journey in the midst of a physical transformation or simply want to enhance your life with a nutritious diet, stay tuned as you will find value in today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am so excited you are here back and listening. We have a really awesome guest today. She is a fellow dietitian nutritionist, and she's actually a friend. And I wanted to bring her on the show today because she introduced me to CBD, which is what we are talking about in today's episode. All things CBD, which stands for cannabidiol? Did I? I know I pronounce it wrong all the time. Cannabidiol. <laughs> Cannabidiol. See, you think I would I would know how to do this before the show, but I just call it CBD because I'm lazy. But hey, Macy's here because obviously she knows a lot more about CBD than I do. Point proven just from my mispronunciation there. So I knew she was the perfect person to have on today's episode to discuss how CBD is changing healthcare. So, Macy, will you go ahead and introduce yourself to listeners so they know who you are and and what you're all about? Um, My name is Macy. I'm a dietitian, like Kate said. I currently work um, as a clinical dietitian, um, but obviously really interested in trends in healthcare and CBD being one of them because I use it myself. And so I've kind of put a lot of my friends onto it and um, just we've been having conversations about it and how it can help improve people's health kind of in all ways. Yeah, no, it really does. And you really opened up my eyes to it because I had heard about CBD. I just knew it was becoming a trend, you know, about a year ago is when I really first started hearing about it. And you were the person that introduced me to it. In fact, you even gave me my first sample. You're like my little CBD dealer. (laughs) Right. So um, one really cool thing about CBD is that it's found in um, both the marijuana plant, but also the hemp plant. Um, And what's cool about that is there's actually a farm bill in 2018 that was passed. And so um, a lot of people worry about like the legality of CBD and that bill basically states that things um, can be manufactured from hemp that is less than 0.3% THC. So some people kind of worry about that with it. Um, But that's one thing that I've kind of done my research on, of course, the legality of it before taking something. which is, you know, good information for the public for them to know, you know, I don't have to worry about this because of this awesome bill that that has been passed. Okay, so that's good to know. So you're saying that it's definitely legal in in the states that deem it legal because it's from the hemp plant. And so it has the right concentration. Right. Gotcha. Okay, so you don't have to worry about if you get drug tested at work or if you just don't want to feel high because it does not have THC in it, which is the other part of the marijuana plant that gives you that stoner feeling. So if you want to take CBD, if you want to try it, 
but you're worried about drug testing, don't worry about it. It gives you the similar benefits associated with marijuana use, just none of those psychiatric or psychoactive side effects and no ping on a drug test. You're not going to lose your job. Right, exactly. Um, and it's also non-addictive, which is very, very important to mention. Of course, with the use of pain medications, that is the number one worry, which is one of the awesome benefits of something like CBD because it has been shown to be non-addictive. Um, so there's no evidence that you could get hooked on it, basically. That is so important to know. I mean, I just, I, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not an expert in that field by any means. But the more you just hear about these epidemics all over the country about people hooked on pain meds, hooked on all these these things that just numb their their system and it turns into drug abuse. So the fact that CBD is not addictive is music to my ears. Right. Exactly. So. Um... Do you want to talk about kind of what it's used for? And Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about a little bit of what it's used for because that's a good segue into talking about how you started using CBD oil in your story. So a lot of health professionals are going to prescribe CBD to treat a wide variety of conditions, including chronic pain, nausea, seizures, muscle spasms, insomnia, and inflammation. It also has some neuroprotective qualities and can help with appetite stimulation. And I was reading that it's also being studied for cancerous tumor suppression, blood sugar management, and bone growth. So Macy, what kind of got you interested in, you know, starting CBD or kind of give us your story behind you and your CBD journey? So I definitely want to tell you my journey, but also just one thing to note about what Kate just said, which is really awesome. Like when you just heard all the things she listed, basically that's the entire body. And that's one of the crazy things about CBD and the, the areas it affects in the body is the entire body. So it has so many benefits and we're still learning so much and that's just really cool. So, um, you know, more about my story and when I started using CBD uh, was about a year ago. Um, I actually have some friends that work at a company that manufactures CBD. So I was able to kind of learn about it in a comfortable way. Like I knew these people, I trusted them. And so I was able to kind of learn from people that I knew would be honest with me about it. Um, so I started about a year ago, like I said, um, I had been struggling with panic attacks and anxiety for um, basically my entire life. I kind of didn't know what it was. Um, and then when I got a little bit older, I kind of realized, okay, this is what I'm actually experiencing. You know, went to therapy, talked to people, and I just kind of got constantly told, like, you have a chemical problem. Mm. And that did not sit well with me. Like, I did not like to hear that. So you were dealing with panic attacks and anxiety, but the doctors you were going to were just saying, oh, it's a chemical imbalance. So what would they, what would they tell you to do? Right. So, I mean, I, you know, I learned at, at therapy, you know, ways to cope kind of externally, self-talk, positive self-talk, exercise, you know, eating healthy, getting enough sleep, breathing, um, you know, listening to music, kind of just anything that worked for me personally. And, you know, those things work, but when some of the, some of these problems are genetic, I just didn't really like the way that they presented that to me, like, oh, it's chemical. Hmm. They kind of, I, I kind of felt like it was being thrown at me that I needed something to fix that chemical imbalance and that was going to be medication. And I, I just did not like that. Yeah, it just didn't sit with you. And that, yeah. that kind of reminds me of what you were, that good point you made earlier about, you know, how CBD treats all of these systems in your body. They, they treat everything. And it sounds kind of like the doctors were saying, oh, it's just a chemical imbalance in your brain. And they were kind of excluding that system and kind of, saying, oh, it's just a chemical imbalance in one part of your body. They weren't thinking about the entire system and you as a whole person. 
Right, exactly. And so I really felt like I would talk about my problems and my, you know, my past experiences, maybe the reasons why I had anxiety, and I would almost get cut off and saying like, you need to take a medication. And so I, I started to believe it, and I really started to consider, you know, and, and sometimes medication is the answer. I, I completely agree with that. Um, but for me, like my own personal way of dealing with things, I really want to try to avoid it. I mean, that is like a last stitch effort for me to be doing something like that. So I did everything I possibly could. I did the self-talk. I did the therapy. I I started exercising more and I started taking CBD. So um, I started with a low concentration. I started with just 100 milligrams. One, because it was the cheapest one. <laughs> I didn't want to spend a lot of money on something I didn't know was going to work for me. You know, is this is it a crock? Like, is it just gonna, I'm just gonna take it and it's gonna do nothing. So I took the lowest concentration and for about a month or so, and then immediately went, you know, up to the thousand milligram concentration. I knew like, this is definitely helping. I can feel the difference in my daily life. So I'm sure it will help even more if I take a stronger concentration. So mm -hmm. I upped it. Um, I now take this thousand milligram concentration and I take it twice a day. And I really do feel that it has helped my anxiety and it has helped me sleep. It has helped me avoid the physical symptoms, which um, for me were like shaking, breathing heavily, um, you know, not being able to, to think right, um, you know, losing my appetite, just palms sweating and all those things that you think of when you, when you hear of someone having a panic attack. I was having that more often than, than one would like to. And so I really feel that, that it has helped me. That's amazing because, yeah, I mean, especially when it's influencing your life so frequently that you weren't just having them here and there. It was very common enough that you, you know, were getting treatment from a therapist. And one question I did have when you were telling your story is, how did you hear about CBD? You know, you said, I wanted to start with something low. I was afraid it was a crock. What really pushed you to actually take the step and, and purchase some and try some? Um, so, you know, obviously it is a component in THC and medical marijuana is a choice, but with my current profession, I'm unable to take medical marijuana. You know, I work at a federal company, you know, it's regulated and that was something that mm -hmm. I knew I was not able to do if I also wanted to be stress-free and, you know, follow the law and, and be a good employee essentially. So, um, I knew that CBD was kind of the legal and um, non-psychoactive alternative because I didn't also want that kind of... You can become paranoid when you, you know, smoke, smoke marijuana and things like that. So I wanted it to be something I could take daily as much as I wanted, as much as I needed without feeling high, really. So um, I, I always knew that it was part of the teach or part of the marijuana plant. Um, that was part of the benefits. And so as soon as I heard that, you know, my friends were involved in this company, I was like, I, I might as well give it a try because I don't want to get on an antidepressant. I don't want to take Xanax. You know, I don't want to be on something like that okay so you had yeah so you had heard from friends that had been taking it and that's right. what got you into it exactly yeah i mean and that's what that's the same that happened with me i mean i would have never thought about taking it i don't have panic attacks but like anybody else i get stressed and i get pain sometimes and it really helped me and i heard of it from you you know one question i i did have is you mentioned you know you started with that 100 milligram concentration if somebody was you know interested in starting cbd i mean we're not medical professionals I don't, from what i've read there aren't really specific dosing guidelines what would you recommend somebody start with because i've always heard start low and go slow right and you're exactly right so that's exactly what i would recommend and what's really cool about most of 
the good companies that I've seen, they do have like little dosing instruction. Like they'll say like, start with 0.5 milliliters. They'll give you a little dosing thing, or you can measure it yourself if you have one of those little plunger things. Um, but yeah, exactly. Start low and go slow. So I started with a hundred milligram. I immediately bumped up. I have a pretty high tolerance for things. Um, and so I knew that I would be able to handle that, but basically you have to take uh, you know, and it's in, it's in milligrams per milliliter usually is what the um, dosing is. So start with five milligrams, go up to 10, just kind of like you would with any sort of medication that you take that is, you know, for um, your mental health or for, you know, say people that need like Adderall for ADHD or something like that, they usually start lower um, and then they build up from there to what works for them. So it's kind of similar like a medication that, like that. Um, and so I just kind of started really, really light, just a couple drops. And now I take 0.5 milliliters twice a day. And I found that that's perfect for me. I don't need any more. So I don't use it anymore. So start low, increase slowly until you kind of get that relief of symptoms. Right. Like you'll, you'll start to feel the benefit if it's right for you. Um, I know people that will just take the, you know, five milligrams and that helps them go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're feeling really anxious before bedtime and you need a lot more than that. You know, you've got really bad insomnia or something more serious. So you need more. Just depends. Gotcha. Okay. That's really good to know it because it gets a little bit scary when it comes to something like that and you're not sure how much you should take, especially because it is, I mean, you know, speaking comparatively to other medications and treatments out there, it's pretty new. It's pretty new. So people don't know exactly how to start, where to start, and what to do. Now, um, when it comes to the CBD oil, do you ever go long periods of time and without taking it anymore now that you've started? And have you noticed any kind of changes or have you noticed those symptoms that you had before you took the CBD come back? That's a, that's a really good question. And so I, the only times I've ever gone without it is when I've been too lazy to order more. <laughs> so like I went without it for, I think two weeks, um, because I just really was being lazy. I was like, Oh, I'll order it tomorrow. I'll, I'll call tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Kind of one of those situations. And I, for the first week I didn't feel different at all. And that made me happy. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of one of those things where you don't, if you don't take it for one day, it's not going to be like the end of the world. You're not going to suddenly, at least for me, feel really panicked, feel really anxious and kind of revert back into my old ways, I guess you could call it. And so, um, but in towards the end of week two, I was starting to feel a little bit of anxiety. I was starting to feel, um, you know, I'd wake up in the morning and I would kind of have that immediate sense of like tightening in mm. my body that I, and I remember that from before. And so I picked up the phone and ordered some more CBD yeah. so I could continue taking it. But yes, um, I don't think that it, I wouldn't be worried about like a strong come off of it, I guess you could say. Um, but I did start to kind of, it slowly crept back in for me. Do you think it's because the CBD stayed in your system for a while or? That, you know, that's a, could be a, it's a really yeah. good hypothesis. That's, I would say likely, I mean, but I'm not really sure. Well, it's good that there isn't like a harsh come down because I know with a lot of medications, people, if they go a day or two without taking it, they feel really significant changes. So yeah. it's it, that's good for people to know that at least in your experience and everybody's different, but at least from what I've experienced and talking to other people that take CBD, there isn't any kind of dramatic wave of unwanted symptoms if you skip a few days. Exactly. For you specifically, what do you feel like has been the most impactful benefit that you've had from CBD? What has been the most life-changing that makes you feel like, okay, this is something I want to take long-term? Um, 
probably my decrease in physical symptoms of anxiety because my I've always been a really strong-minded person so like the mental the, the bad thoughts you know I could get those out I can I could distract myself with work or friends or whatever but the physical symptoms that would come on I had no control over what kind of physical symptoms were you having I know you told me a little bit about swelling was that related to okay so actually yeah and I'm so glad you brought that up because I completely forgot so at the same time a year ago when I was really trying to find kind of, you know, a more natural remedy for my anxiety because I was really trying to avoid um, medications, I was also having a very strange swelling in my hands um, and in my toes. So it was really like my fingers and my toes, which sounds so weird. I went to several doctors. Um, they basically diagnosed me with like idiopathic swelling. Like I yeah. got x-rays. I remember when we, we were working together when that was happening and you had so much pain like typing on the computer and you would go to the doctor and they had no answers for you and it was yeah. debilitating for you because in our profession when we worked together as clinical dietitians in the hospital, we have to chart all day long on the medical chart. We'd see patients and write a ton. So typing was a huge deal for you and it was painful. Yeah, so I was like icing my hands every morning. I got several x-rays. No one understood what was going on and so it would be like one finger would swell up and then another one and another one and this happened for you know a few months and I started taking CBD around the same time that I was having this really strange still undiagnosed swelling in my joints um, and I haven't had that since and I crazy I, yeah so I really can't I mean I, maybe it's not attributed maybe I was just going through stress maybe all that typing my first year of work was really getting to me but I still type just as much. I don't have any pain and I don't have any swelling. I so. mean, it sounds pretty related to me. Maybe I am just had that, you know, that yeah. wishful bias there. But I mean, the timing is almost impeccable. And especially we were talking about how CBD is commonly used for inflammation. And then I wonder if that's attributed to those physical symptoms you were talking about that went away with your anxiety. But what were those physical symptoms? Um, so kind of what I was talking about before, really a lot of the major stuff you think about when someone would describe a panic attack, you know, shaking, sweating, mm -hmm. um, really like hyperventilating, um, just rapid heart rate, things like that, that I still experience occasionally when I have like an external stimulus of, of a lot of stress. But this, I mean, I was having it come on out of nowhere, no explanation. Mm -hmm. And that happens to me so rarely now. Um, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, like that is. I mean, when you tell me about those physical and mental symptoms that you were dealing with, I mean, that just can ruin your day. I mean, if you're in the middle of something and you're in the middle of work or something important, or you're trying to spend quality time with loved ones and you have to deal with that, I mean, it's just amazing that you can use something like CBD to give you relief and help you have a life back. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I was I was really having trouble at, at that time, you know, a year, year and a half ago, um, doing things like getting in the car, working, um, talking to people like I mean, a lot of things like just being in big groups. Mm -hmm. I was having I mean, more anxiety than I ever had in my entire life. Um, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds terrible. But it makes me so happy that you can find something like CBD. And, you know, your story, I've heard your story is unique, but I hear stories of other people who deal with anxiety or chronic pain, especially is what I seem to hear a lot about. Mm -hmm. And they use CBD and it's instantly gone. I know I was talking to Megan, the other dietitian I work with, and she had shoulder pain and she said the CBD oil 
worked wonders. And my dad, he has, he's um, almost 60 and he's got back pain. And so I recently convinced him to try CBD. And my dad is not one of those people that's just going to um, go along with something just because it's trendy. He was very hesitant. He was a little bit iffy, but the pain was so bad and it was, you know, taking away from his quality of life. It, was, it just hurt to walk that he was like, okay, I want to try it. He texted me. He's like, Kate, I don't know if that CBD is what did this, but I have had no back pain the last two days that you gave me that sample. And I actually gave him the sample you gave me, Macy. And he's like, I want you to pick me up some more. So I was like, absolutely. So I, you know, drove down to the smoke shop and picked my dad up some (laughs) CBD oil. And it's been going really well. And it's just amazing because, you know, normally people would take a lot of NSAIDs for this and there can be some digestive side effects that are negative side effects that come from taking those things too often. I mean, even just something as silly, not silly, but as um, common as NSAIDs. It just is a a decent, more natural replacement that I think people like. Right, and I mean, it's not only... People aren't only replacing it for, like, Advil. They're replacing, like, opioids. They're replacing... I mean, not not necessarily steroids, you know, for medical conditions that are, you know, diagnosed, but it, you know, steroids are given for inflammation. They're given for allergic reactions and things like that. And just, and also chronic swelling. Mm -hmm. So it's sometimes given for idiopathic things, kind of like I had. They actually tried to prescribe me prednisone. I get way too much anxiety when I take prednisone. So um, not that it doesn't work. Like I said, it's needed in some conditions, but, um, you know, I was against it because I have taken it in the past and I had terrible side effects. So this, like you said, can be a substitute for things like that. And we know this. So um, when it works, it works. Like Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like so excited to just because like we were saying earlier, the whole the research with CBD in the medical world is fairly new. You know, relatively speaking, just like nutrition science is a new science, this is a new thing that's it's really up and coming. So it's going to be really exciting to see all the things it can treat. And that kind of segues into the next part of our show where I really want to talk about what we do know about nutrition and CBD because, I mean, this is a nutrition podcast, right? I mean, I got I to gotta link it in, right? And I got a dietitian here. We could talk you guys' ear off about nutrition, which I think you'd like considering you're listening to a nutrition podcast. But, you know, we're, we're looking at the research, we're looking at things that CBD is being treated for medically and tying it together with some nutrition-related and diet-related benefits. So I know you were mentioning how it really can help improve sleep. Right. So, you know, we know when people get enough sleep and they get quality sleep, getting that seven hours, seven to nine hours of good interrupted, uninterrupted sleep, they have better management over their weight. And all the time when people come in, I meet with people one-on-one and they're doing all these things that seem right. I mean, their exercise is great. Their diet's wonderful. I ask them how much they're sleeping and it's like four or five hours a night (laughs) and they can't seem to get a control on their weight. So we know that quality sleep, good and getting enough hours every night can really help you control your weight, help regulate those hormones that trigger us to feel hungry and trigger us to feel full. That ghrelin and leptin can be a good tool in your toolbox if you're struggling with insomnia. Have you noticed any improvements in your sleep? I know that's one of the first things I notice. I sleep like a rock. Definitely. So I, I mean, I used to wake up in the middle of the night like in a full-blown panic attack like like it would just come out out of nowhere mm-hmm. I would literally wake up with an anxiety attack mm-hmm. and so yes that is completely gone that that has not happened to me um in, in, in over a year in over a year yeah so I sleep you know I sleep through the night which sometimes is just due to exhaustion from my day um you know I, I just knock out 
because um, I actually don't take the CBD every single night. There are some nights I skip um, mm -hmm. just because I simply fall asleep before I can even take it. Mm -hmm. So that's great. But um, yeah, I haven't noticed, you know, I, I rarely wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah, you, you usually take your CBD in the morning, right? Yeah, so morning and night. Okay. Um, but not every night, like I said. So I try to take it morning and night just to keep it consistent mm -hmm. um, so I can, you know, kind of link that. I mm -hmm. like to keep things consistent so um, I know what what's, you know, is it coming from that or not. Um, but yeah, always in the morning because I need it. I, I find that I need it before work. So. Gotcha. So, okay, so somebody who might be struggling with sleep, if they find, because, you know, getting quality sleep is really hard for people. You know, they set up their environment to do everything right. They have a dark room. They don't look at their phone. They have the TV off. And they still cannot get good sleep. So this could be another option for you to try if you're really struggling with getting either enough sleep, staying asleep, or falling asleep, period. And then another thing that could be related to nutrition is how we were talking about how it reduces inflammation, the CBD. Now, that's such a big, broad, general term, and I feel like sometimes inflammation is just kind of thrown out there as a blanket diagnosis for anything that people can't explain, but it's still worth mentioning because we know that people have inflammation, and inflammation can come from a variety of triggers. I mean, whether it's related to your stress, to your lifestyle, to your environment, to your diet. But we are seeing in preliminary reports that CBD can provide relief for digestive inflammation, common digestive issues, including abdominal pain, nausea, diarrhea, and those are symptoms for people that suffer from irritable bowel syndrome or Crohn's disease, which are, you know, uh, inflammatory digestive issues, you know, to just to be general there. We can also see that if you are struggling with something like polycystic ovary syndrome, which is a hormonal condition that by, you know, biochemically is as um, a state of inflammation if you're looking at it from a biochemical standpoint so a lot of women that struggle with PCOS are also struggling with weight related issues and um, um, poor control over blood sugar and insulin resistance so CBD could potentially be a treatment for someone who's struggling with PCOS and also I, I saw this as a fun fact in my research there that if you have menstrual cycles so guys if you're listening sorry if you're a little squirmy here but let's all be big kids all right we're adults here if you're a little squirmy maybe close your ears for 10 seconds but Queen Victoria's physician Sir Russell Reynolds actually would prescribe her medical cannabis for her menstrual cramps so if you are struggling with you know before your period if you're having menstrual cramps or any kind of discomfort in that sense CBD could be a benefit for you there as well and we also have seen that, you know, we always hear when people smoke weed, they get the munchies, they get the urge to snack. I mean, we all have that stereotypical image of a stoner in our head. I always think of Fox 70 show or that 70 show. They're always just eating and having snacks, but that can also be a, a treatment for somebody who has a poor appetite, who is suffering from something that is making them lose weight rapidly, can help stimulate their appetite and remind them to eat. Yeah, definitely. And, and one thing I want to mention, as you said, you know, common digestive issues and that inflammatory response related to those is the, um, those are also related to the immune system. So your immune system kind of attacking itself and um, the CB2 receptor, I don't want to get too sciencey, but the CB2 receptor is actually mainly involved in the immune response. So it, it's not a coincidence that it might help with those sorts of um, autoimmune basically disorders mm. um, like inflammation, you know, RA, things like that, rheumatoid arthritis, mm -hmm. um, things like that. Yeah. So.
yeah, no, get as sciencey as you want. <laughs> Honestly, we're all we're science geeks here. We geek out on this stuff. So let's talk a little bit about the different kind of ways you can take CBD. So, what ways do you prefer to take CBD um, or administer it? So, so I prefer to take it in the sublingual. Um, so it's it CBD is fat soluble, so they mix it oftentimes with different types of oils. So I just drop that under my tongue. Um, it has, you know, kind of a planty flavor, the one that I take. I don't mind that, um, but there's plenty of other options out there. So that's my preferred way to take it. It's easy. It's, um, tr- you know, easy to carry, easy to travel with. Um, so that's my preferred method. I've also, you know, done through a vape. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing about vaping it, though, is it is going to be in lower concentrations just because the ability to vape, you know, higher concentration oils um, isn't really there. It kind of has to be a, a thinner liquid, something a little lower concentration from what I've learned. Um, and that hits you right away. It goes, you know, right into your bloodstream. And it, it did make me feel a little bit different, a little bit foggy almost, not high, mm-hmm. um, just a little bit foggy. So I, I did that. I liked it every once in a while, um, especially at nighttime. But the sublingual for daytime for sure and just my like daily maintenance. So maybe using the vape when you kind of need that short onset relief, that quick onset relief? Yeah, that's how I found that if I was kind of having, you know, a little jitteriness or a little anxiety that I would, if I just kind of puff the vape real quick, I, I felt like instant relief. Um, the sublingual, it, you know, takes a little bit longer, but not that much longer mm-hmm. to give me relief. Um, I, but I did notice more of a physical response after the, the vape. I don't know if that was all in my head or what, but. No, I did. Cause you let me try the vape too. And I noticed it was a different feeling and it's definitely not a high feeling. Um, that it, it just wasn't like that at all, but it was something different. It's almost like you feel it in your head more. I can't explain. I can't really put it into words, but I know there was a difference too. And that might just have to do with kind of like inhaling a smoke. I mean, like yeah. if you if you you know smoke tobacco, anything like that, you're kind of getting obviously there's nicotine in that, but mm-hmm. you get that different feeling when you inhale something. It just yeah, it's just a different feeling. There's just different ways to take it because every way you're going to administer CBD is going to give you some kind of different effect, right? Exactly. I yeah. mean, you can administer it orally, like you were saying, through an oil. I mean, you can take it as a capsule. You can eat it in an edible. You can, they even have um, CBD creams, so you can take it topically. And then, of course, the vape option. And it's worth noting that CBD is fat-soluble, so it's always going to be administered with a fat source, like an oil. So if you plan on using it frequently, I would just check to see what kind of oil you're administrating it with because you don't want to be taking one that's mixed with the vegetable oil if you're going to be taking it every single day. If you're worried about inflammation specifically, you can find some that are, you know, mixed with MCT oil or something a little bit better for your system if you plan on taking it regularly. And Macy, you pointed out something really worth worth noting earlier is to make sure that the CBD that you are using is going to be tested by a third-party vendor. Why is that really important for listeners to know as they start to research more CBD and consider which kind of product they should take? Um, So to me, one of the most important things to a consumer is trust and transparency. So any company that has come out right and been very transparent and, and given this kind of air of trust to their consumer has done better. And so I think that's what these companies are really gearing towards, not only having um, the best quality product because they care about their consumers, um, but also giving that kind of, um, you know, trust to the Mm -hmm. people and people need that. And I think it's very important for you 
as a consumer to advocate for your health and for your safety. And the only way to do that is to buy from people who care just as much as you care about yourself. Yeah. And in the supplement industry, that is so important because if you don't know, the supplement industry is not regulated like food and drugs. There is no FDA looking over to make sure that what is on the bottle is actually in that bottle, in that right dose. So it's important to make sure that you're choosing companies that are transparent, that are tested by those third parties, just to make sure that what you're getting isn't, you know, you're not being scammed. And that's how it's going to go for any supplement that you're taking. It's just important to be an educated consumer and really consider like what are you putting in your body is that something that's actually going to help you or is it going to hurt you yeah definitely and it's it's really cool a few different companies i've seen actually have like qr codes you can you can put your phone right up to it and it, the lab results will pop right up on your phone which is super cool Wait, really? that's crazy yeah yeah so um you know it's it's really cool because it's it's accessible it's not something you have to like go click through a million different links to get to it's just like hey right here you can see what's in it these people tested it um you know no need to worry so yeah 2019 i'm telling you <laughs> yeah so much technology oh and you know we should also mention you know we were talking about how you can take cbd as an edible so you can eat it if you like really don't want to vape or if you can't stomach the oil taste i mean there are certain cbd oils that will have a natural flavoring i mean well you want to find one that has a natural flavoring but you can also take it as a gummy i see those all the time uh, just worth noting that sometimes they're going to contain artificial dyes and colors so if you're not into that which I recommend you, you're you not into artificial anything. Be, be wary of the edible options. I mean, but there's so many other kind of edible options too. Um, yeah, there's like a massive amount of edible options. The thing with that is though also with edibles is trying to buy from those same sources. So some companies sell a variety of things that are, you know, they third-party test. And so you know that the edible is going to have the right concentration. So somebody could like sell you a drink or a coffee that has CBD. You know, it says it on the front kind of like a lot of other things that are added to foods right it says it it looks cool you want to take it you're like sweet Mm -hmm. but how much cbd is really in there like is Mm -hmm. it is it going to do anything is it just a ploy um which you know is is kind of a bummer with a lot of trends people people run with it right marketers run with it Mm -hmm. they use it to make money and so that's where it's like if you want to get that benefit you want the health benefits you do have to be smart you do have to check where is this coming from is it bs or is it not Dude, Macy, I just had the most brilliant idea for a business for us. Um, why don't we make our own healthy edibles with CBD? All right, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm getting started right now. I'm yeah, I was going to say, I know. It's like, you're going to, uh, we got to turn this podcast off soon because we're going to go uh, heat up the stove here. But really, wouldn't that be cool? I mean, I, I'm into that, you know, healthy edibles because when you think about it, at least with marijuana edibles, I always think of like pot brownies and yeah. gummy worms. Like, how cool would it be if we created some like, healthy nutritious cbd edibles yeah, some high fiber cbd edibles. Yes. oh my <laughs> gosh not too high fiber we don't want anybody like you know shit in their pants not to be honest that's true, that's true. but enough fiber I, i'm thinking you like carrot cake right that's like your thing we could do like a healthy cbd carrot cake you know for my next birthday Okay, I. If you guys wanna, if you if you guys want us to make this happen, let us know in the reviews on this episode because we would do that. I would think that'd be awesome, and we promise we would get third party tested. <laughs> that way, we we won't scam I'll you test guys. It myself, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna test it so much there won't be any to sell. We're just gonna be <laughs> eating all these delicious, healthy CBD things. So anyway, yeah, let us know. I we need some ideas for different things to cook that are healthy. I wonder if you could put it in like. The soups. Would you? Could you put it in like soups? I mean, you could. You Broth. could literally put it in anything. I mean, there's people. There's CBD coffee. There's CBD yeah. tea. 
Um, I personally am not drinking CBD coffee. I mean, I know people that it depends what benefit you're using yeah. it for, right? So, like, I don't need a lot of caffeine because, like, I just talked about, I already have enough energy. Wait, yeah, that seems kind of, I don't know if, like, putting CBD with something with caffeine makes sense. They actually have that because, to me, that seems kind of, like, counterproductive. Kind of like kombucha that also has, like, tons of sugar in it, you know right, what I mean? Right, exactly, right. It's, like, gut healthy, but then, like, feeding your gut, like, a ton of unhealthy stuff. So, I mean, I guess it would depend on what you're using it for, mm. right? So, like, I use CBD to manage my anxiety, but oh, not true. everyone's using it for that. So, you could be using it for like chronic pain but you still like love caffeine have you so, tried the cbd teas before no i haven't i have not tried it myself um the only things i've tried i've had like the gummies um which are you know they have high fructose corn syrup i've had it you know it is sugary it's mm-hmm. kind of like a flintstone gummy um for some of them and i've had the sublingual and i've had the vape. so i know you're gluten-free were you able to have the gummies yeah so um I, because I'm not, I don't have celiac disease. Oh, gotcha. I just, I'm kind of intolerant. So certain things, you know, bother me less. So the ingredients in that particular gummy did not hurt my stomach mm-hmm. um, because I have a little more leeway there with kind of things that bother me. Gotcha. Okay. Well, see, now I, I think this is really going to be an industry that's going to explode in front of our eyes over the next year or two because, I mean, if there, I didn't even know they had like CBT beverages until I did a lot more research. It's going to be crazy just to see these on the stores of the shelves as things progress. Right. So one thing I did want to mention about that, I think it's awesome that we're destigmatizing things that, you know, come from the hemp plant. It's, you know, hemp can do so many things. We know this. Um, it can be used to make so many things. So I think that's really great. The destigmatization, the destigmatization <laughs> of that. Um, but also, like we had kind of talked about earlier, is just being really weary of that trend and how... You know, we have these awesome benefits of people really getting into it, but then there is always that mm-hmm. kind of evil side of things. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are going to try to take advantage of consumers. I yeah. I don't know if this comes to your mind, but I think of collagen and collagen peptides, how we know there's benefits to collagen, right? But why would we want to put just certain random amounts in a protein powder and nobody checks to see, well, is the amount actually going to have benefits and what kind of benefits are they bringing you? Is it hair, skin, and nail benefits? Are people trying to take it for weight loss without just being educated? And so one the industry catches wind of something new they really try to monetize it so always going back to that point i'm glad you brought that up again and being a smart consumer and uh, you know here's a shameless plug talk to a dietitian if you're not sure about a certain supplement or food if it's worth it if or if it's just going to be a waste of your money time energy and effort there are usually more simple ways to to get over any kind of nutrition related issue that you have so it's important to talk to an expert about what kind of supplement is actually going to benefit you specifically and then being smart about how you supplement with that supplement i mean that just must be the word of the day supplement i keep saying it over and over again yeah 100 percent. obviously i agree as a dietitian um you know to see an expert and really um talk about what actually is necessary for you and not, you know, waste your hard-earned dollars. Yeah, and it help you figure out because, you know, we, we talk about a lot with nutrition is how everything should be individualized. It should be tailored towards you. So trying to decide, you know, if you do want to supplement with CBD, what's the best route to take? What kind of way do you want to administer it? It just depends on the person. You know, if you're taking it to help you sleep, you probably need a certain type of administration that's going to give you the benefits all night instead of a short acting quick release you know really working with somebody who knows what they're talking about so macy we are probably going to wrap up this podcast i think we covered a lot yeah it was awesome i mean i learned a lot we talked a lot about this before the episode but even just talking to you now i'm like oh, I no on shit. On. 
Oh, girl, I know. I mean, because, well, that's why I wanted you on the show, because you really, really care about this. In fact, you're really involved in a lot of things that also have to do with mental health awareness. Can you kind of share, listeners, kind of your your missions and things that you've been doing to help get involved? Sure, sure. So, um, you know, with dealing with something like anxiety and these panic attacks for such a long time, I really, you know, became empathetic for others dealing with it because it's nice to be a part of a group, whether it's, you know, a group that's all dealing with anxiety. Um, you know, that's a great thing because you have someone you can relate to. Um, and so I'm also really passionate about like suicide awareness um, and suicide prevention. So I had started sort of a little campaign um, selling my custom-made patches. It's um, on my Instagram. You can see them at Macy Corellia. I guess, should I spell that? Yeah, spell it. I'll put it in the link, <laughs> and, too. I'll... Yeah, she'll put it in the link. She'll put it in the link. Um, and so if you are interested in you know, supporting mental health awareness, you can check that out. Um, I'd really appreciate it. It yeah. is kind of part of my whole thing. You know, CBD is part of managing my anxiety and helping me live a better life, and I just kind of want to help everyone live a better life so yeah and doing it in a natural natural way that right because people should have the choice if they want to take medication or if they want to try to do something a little bit less mainstream you know in terms of western medicine go ahead and, and spell that website out for people i'll put it in the show notes as well but in case you you know just want to spell it out for people now to donate the website you can donate yeah on. yeah so the the money that i've been raising has been going to mentalhealthamerica.org um, so if you want to search them you can actually just go on there and kind of see what they do and you can even donate straight on the website you don't have to go through me you don't have to buy any product um from me but what if they want to go through you will you spell it out your name for them oh yeah sorry um so you're talking about my instagram handle yeah sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> there is no website for the oh gotcha the okay that's yeah. my fault okay okay so if you want to follow her on instagram spell out your your name for everybody to follow you on ig all right cool so it's um at macy Corellia, just my full name it's m-a-c-i-e k-u-r-e-l-i-a so if you want to check my post there's like it's like a couple back um it has a really cool picture of it um and just ways that you can donate and what it kind of goes to hell yeah i think that's cool i got your patch and i still need i got a white hat finally because i wanted to put it on a hat and i was looking all over for the perfect black hat couldn't find one but i found the perfect white hat so i'm gonna iron my patch on this week and i'm gonna post that on ig so you guys can find that post the day this is out and follow my girl Macy. And any final last words for our listeners today, MK? Uh, I would just encourage you, you know, if CBD has been something you've been thinking about, just do your research. Um, you know, it is a lot of anecdotal evidence because it, it is still, you know, being researched so heavily and not, um, you know, there aren't like clinical trials that are huge and things like that because it, it is also regulated like on the legal end. Um, so just do your research, you know, it's not for everybody. Um, we just like to talk about the benefits of things that we think work. Um, so yeah, if, if it's something you think could help you just, just look into it more. Yeah. And you know, to be honest, when I was reading about CBD and doing all this research and, and talking to people that have taken it and taking it myself, I can't find one negative side effect other than what we talked about with choosing the right brand i mean if you choose the wrong brand then there could be negative side effects because you don't know exactly what's in that product but you know right. other than that i haven't seen many negative side effects there are no known actually harmful side effects to it so i mean people have been taking this for a long time um and no one has said anything so far so that's a good thing it's a dope thing yeah for sure but a ching. All right. On that pun, we are going to wrap up this podcast. But I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in today and listening to the show. And I especially want to thank our guest, Macy Corella, for coming in and taking time out of her 
busy work schedule to talk to us about CBD oil, to share her experiences, and teach us something new about a fairly new product that's out there, a new supplement. I'm really excited to see where the research goes with CBD and the treatment for all of the different things we talked about in this episode. If you guys loved today's show or any other show, please share it with a friend. Please hit subscribe. That way you don't miss another episode. When you share our podcast and when you subscribe, it helps our message grow. It helps us reach more people. And our message is to teach people practical nutrition advice to make things more simple. I mean, we know the world of nutrition, diet, and food is way more complicated than it should be. And we're on a mission to simplify things and make it easy, give you guys practical tips to apply to your own life. So again, please hit subscribe, share with a friend, and until the next episode, keep it real and keep it healthy. Bye!